0: broadcasting from deep within angel stadium this is angler chronicles
1: good morning southern california from joshua tree at dutch harbor from the canadian wilderness to the amazon jungle buckle up because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on angler chronicles
0: Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods. Get syndicated. Carn Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a cast away. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's very special Thanksgiving show of Angler Chronicles on Angels slash Raiders. Uh, Radio, am 830 KLAA. I almost forgot that. Why I said Raiders. I'm so (laughs) excited, you know. It's a big one for us. But anyway, uh, I want to say Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. And let me start introducing in studio, oh, my Lord, in studio, the Worms have come up. All Mm -hmm. right, without further ado, if you hear this song, you know who he is, okay? And this is none other than Mr. Andrew Mack. The reason for this song is it's called wolf totem and you live 6 feet under a totem pole. Okay? Because we have talked about the hierarchy of anger chronicles, you know, it's not a democracy. Mm. It, all right? It's um uh, what do we call it? I mean, it's dictatorship. A, yeah, dictatorship. Okay, but so see, you're the but, di- you, all you guys are taters on the <laughs> you're, the, the, you're, the, the you're the Tots? I'm the Richard. Okay. So um, there's a totem pole, and you got to climb up the totem pole. And mm-hmm. you're so low, you're six feet under the totem pole. Oh, but man. once in a while, you, I mean, you've had a really rough year, mm-hmm. okay, because you've come up to six feet, and you've gone down to 10 feet, and you, you're in that zone there. Well, every, every time I try to come up, you know, a size three I white sneaker you you on steps on my head. So uh, Yeah, every time you, know. you try to come up, I try to put you on a hook and throw you you get eaten. But it's okay. Anyway. Without further ado, my co-host in studio, Mr. Andrew Mack, quote-unquote, the earthworm. Good okay. morning, everybody. And, uh, I am here. I, w- I do want to tell people, he has Max Fish Reports on mm-hmm. Facebook. You guys should check it out. And if you want to report of just about anything that's going out, and especially in freshwater, man, um, really good. You're very thorough, okay? Mm-hmm. All right, let me go to our second guest, okay? And, um, you know... Right now, if you hear this song, you know that's none other than the director of the Penn Fishing University, Mr. Steve Carson, also known as the Fishing Encyclopedia. Mm -hmm. Okay, Mr. Flat Top himself—that he wore—he corrected me. 1850s. I thought it was 1750, but he said in the 1750s he was using a white wig and some some powder in his face too. So. Maybe that was back when he had a mullet. No, you should have seen him when he was wearing a uh, an animal skin back in the day. Oh well, yeah, he he actually walked with the dinosaurs. The, he skinned a dinosaur himself, I heard, and made one. Yes, and he was on the first. He was on the trolling team on <laughs> Noah's Ark. Okay, with Ron. Him and Ron were on the trolling team when Noah's heart. Anyway, without further ado, and I'm very thankful to have him is Mr. Steve Carson. Good morning, sir.
2: Good morning, Sergio. And when we were trolling, we got a quadruple hookup.
0: Quadruple, wow. yeah, they 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 did it with with two arms. They had electric reel, so one in each arm. Just press the button. I'm loving my electric reel, by <laughs> the right. way. All right, so um, listen, uh, very very special show. I want to do. I do want to tell you that uh, Ron is with family, so he couldn't make it in today. Mm-hmm. Tony has. I'm gonna say the bird flu because he sent me a picture. Mm-hmm. You put a picture of a little blue blue jay
3: Yeah, and I, I have a st-
0: feeling he might be at Mountain Lakes, but oh, yeah. he's got the sniffles or something. Yeah. He said he couldn't make it in. And our dear friend Ben uh, Ben um, Seacrest had surgery, had shoulder surgery, mm. or so he says. So he's going to be over a little bit. Yeah. But anyway, we wish all of them a happy Thanksgiving. And I'm um, passing on what they wanted me to do is wish everybody out there also a very happy Thanksgiving. Okay, so this is what I want to do. I want to start the show with, um, let's look back a little bit at 2023 and what's going on right now and some of the things that uh, notable that you're thankful for. So we always start with you, Earthworm, so mm-hmm. we'll have at it.
3: I guess I'll go first. Um, I mean, one of the main things that I pretty much am the most thankful for, you know, it's, it's this year, last year, you know, it's, it's just the sport of fishing, being a part of, you know, of everyone's kind of thing. You know, when you go out to lakes, you see different families, you know, out there sharing the shoreline, you know, dads showing their sons. You know, mothers showing you know their sons, daughters, you know, whatever it may be, you know, are just being a part of all that. You know, talking to everybody, you know, pretty much every day. You know, getting messages, phone calls, everything, different questions about fishing. Say, hey, you know, I want to bring you know my son to a lake on Thursday. Where should I head, or where's the, where would you recommend going on a Saturday? And just being a part of all that is just so like, I'm just thankful for it. You know, and and being a part of Anger Chronicles, you know, all this year. You know, everything that we do, you know, as far as giving back, like the shoe giveaway, you know, Taco Tuesday, how, you know, everyone, you know, comes and donates money and and just, I would say everything as a whole, being part of the fishing community, that's pretty much what I'm
0: most thankful
3: for throughout the year.
0: And, you know, we made it a point uh, when we started Angler Chronicles that it was going to be an organization that would give back through fishing to not only our local community, but wherever we could help. And uh, we've been very blessed uh, to be doing, gosh, I don't know, seven, eight years with uh, mm-hmm. Casting for Souls event down the East Cape. Uh, we just had one, and we'll probably talk to Jack a little bit later on. And, you know, we, we took 6,000 pairs of shoes or something like that mm-hmm. and AFCO shirts. And we are able to take care of about four or 5,000 very needy people in the East Cape, which, you know, when we go down there and, and we fish, these are the people that are serving us. Okay, and unfortunately, where they live, they get hit with one, two, three, four hurricanes throughout the year, and it just wipes them all out. But that's what makes the fishing so great in that area Mm -hmm. all that warm water, all that great species. Well, somebody has to live there, and unfortunately, they get wiped out. So, the least that we could do is that you know, when we have the olive crest where we take care of. Gee, um, I think it's 40,000 or so um, kids a year. Mm-hmm. I know it's 4,000 a month, and these are foster care kids, and um, what I love about it, it's a private foster care system. It's not like the public. You know, the public, they take away, the government takes away the kids, and then the kids could go anywhere. You know, mm-hmm. the siblings usually get separated. What they do at the Olive Crest, they keep them together, okay? And so if somebody, if they go to a foster care home, they go together. Okay, And then at the same time, they, they work with the parents to rehab the parents to see if they can bring the family together. And so that, that, that's a huge thing, but they're probably funded. So we raise money for them through the food industry, and hopefully we'll, we'll get a chance to talk to Brant from Carnegie Teresa, who leads mm-hmm. that fight. And we're just happy to support it. And then we do Battle of the Branches. Uh, Steve, Steve and I were, that's two years in a row, right, Steve, that we've done Battle of the Branches? Or just uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: It's uh, it's an amazing event. Um, needless to say, when you have all five branches of the military pitted against each other, it's just a little bit competitive, uh, just a wee bit. And no. um, actually,
0: In you're, studio, you're on
2: on an actual branch boat, so you're right in the middle of it. I I was fortunate to to get assigned to the uh, to the gold star boat. Oh yeah. Uh, and that will that will make you. Count every single blessing that
0: you have in your yeah. life. And, I'm, and, and when I come to you, I mean, I, I, we'll talk about that. But I'm just thankful. You know, you guys can partake. And in mm-hmm. studio, uh, we may have a fight on our hands. Okay, because uh, it's not. Gonna, it's going to be over real quick. I'll grab a gaff, put it between his eyes, it'll be <laughs> over. But uh, you're a marine. Mm-hmm. I'm army. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. So basically, you guys get all
3: the new equipment, and we get all the used stuff.
0: Well, we send you in first and see what it's like. You know, it's like <laughs> test out, you out know. the waters. Yeah, I test out the <laughs> waters. Absolutely. Yeah. No, but, you know, thank you for your service, my friend. Yeah. Thank that, you as that's well. Huge. And yeah, so we help the through Battle the Branches. We've done mission fish up mm-hmm. in Oxnard. Uh, takes vets out fishing. Uh, we just love to uh, to give back wherever we can. And now we picked up a new um, a new a new place to donate and to help out and that's with dogs you know i'm a, I'm a huge dog lover i think most of, oh i'm the same everybody so uh, there's a rescue you go to the east cape and you see all these dogs out in the street i mean they're all over the place and so um a vet a local vet uh put together like um i don't know what you would call it but she she they bring these stray dogs in they mm-hmm. neuter, them. And then they feed them. Usually they're really bad shape and they bring them up to life, shots, everything. And then they try to place them in a home. Mm. And um, they actually place them here in the US and in Canada, they have connections. Wow. So when you go down there, if you're flying back uh, and you can chaperone a dog, Mm -hmm. so they'll give you the dog. It comes in, and then you hand the dog over to whoever the potential owner is. They pay for all the costs, everything.
3: That's really um, cool. Yeah,
0: it's really cool. We went down there, and we almost came back with six dogs. because Rhonda couldn't pick which one. I said, you know what? Can't pick one, can't pick none. <laughs> Take <Okay>. them all. <laughs> yeah. We've, we've got a dog here or so. So that's the um, – uh, we'll talk about that one later on as well. Yeah. But anywhere that Anger Chronicles can go and help – that's the key. When we, um, I never thought, even during the days of the Ronnie Steve, that I would be doing this. This was not part of my game plan. Mm-hmm. Okay, I lived my career at Pfizer and and and, and did that, and, and it's all good. I thought that was going to be it. Mm-hmm. Never thought we'd be doing this. Well, I figured if we we're going to do this, let's do it differently. Mm-hmm. And so, Anger Chronicles. Uh, I think the main goal is to um, put the word out and get the kids out. Yeah. Um, I have a weakness with, with Rhonda. We wanted a large family, only got a chance to have one, but if we can get kids fishing, we can get ladies fishing, which mm-hmm. um, I've experienced it by getting Rhonda into fishing. I mean, we were, we're married for 37 years, she's only fished for four.
3: And you know who's getting really addicted to fishing Erica. lately? Erica. She. Yeah. So when we went to the, the fishing syndicate event, she saw the rods sitting there, and then she saw the wall of all the colors, of all the wraps and everything, and she had that look, and she goes, "It would be nice to get a custom rod, you know, something that 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 could be just for my own." So, of course, you know what I had to do: call Oliver later in the week and get one ordered. And she, uh, uh, we just picked it up uh, last week. Okay. And... Well, I'm
0: gonna, let me ask Steve this question because mm-hmm. I've run. I have the same problem with Rhonda. Steve, how many years? After you started fishing, did you get your first custom rod?
2: Well, I started fishing when I was a kid. So Uh about my first five custom rods I made. So, uh, you know, when I could pay for my own, I would guess I was, uh, I don't know, 18 or 19.
0: All right. So at least 15 years. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. For first custom rods. So... Keep that in mind. When we come back, we'll find out how, how long for you, how long for me. All right, folks, we're going to take our first break here. And, you know, as we go, uh, just just think of being thankful, mm-hmm. okay? And if the only prayer you say in your whole life is thank you, that would suffice, okay? I wish I could tell you those my words, but they're not. Anyway, this is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM830, KLA, we'll be right back.
4: I'm strong.
1: The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949 496 5794 or on the web at danawarf.com. Daily Adventures, Lifelong Memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter
0: Welcome back, everybody. You're on Angels Radio, AMA 30K, LAA, listening to Angler Chronicles, and I'm here with all my boys, and in fact, one uh, very dear friend, and and associate, and and, and client, and, and just just overall good guy. Okay, I'm going to introduce him. Who, by the way, um, Andrew, he's got his own theme song, too. Did you know that? And you know, he's Cowboys ain't easy to love, in their
4: are But I love them.
0: Yep. Okay. So, without further ado, the director a song of community services at our favorite city, Lake Elsinore, Mr. Jonathan <coughs> Oliver Skinner. Good morning, sir.
6: Good morning. How's everybody doing today?
0: Really good. Really good. How are you?
6: I'm doing really fantastic. You know me, I'm on my way to the to throw a line in over at, um, at Launch Point. And actually, uh, I'll be doing a, 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 a fishing seminar this after uh, this morning with uh, campers. So I'm pretty excited about
0: that. Perfect. Well, listen, um, the whole premise of this show, and we want to do something special, was to say thank you, okay, mm. and what we're thankful for throughout the year. I'm going to tell you, since you're here, Angular Chronicles is very thankful that they teamed up to have teamed up again with the city of Lake Elsinore. I think this is like 10th year that we've been together, at least 10 years, nine or 10 years uh, with Angler Chronicles. And then we were there Mm -hmm. with Ronnie before. Uh, Everything that's come from it, uh, I just want to tell you that we are thankful for you. I am thankful for your friendship, okay? Because yes, we work together and there's a business relationship, but we have transcended that. And um, it allows us to go fishing. And you come fishing with us, a lot. So, what I'd like to hear from you is what you're thankful for, you know, obviously in the fishing, because uh, you can't be thankful for your uh, for your Cowboys, but...
3: But but no they way. do host the Super Bowl now, non, for forever, I heard.
0: Yeah, because th- remember what I said, okay? The NFL put out a memo that said from now on, they didn't like the fact that um, there was in the last two Super Bowls, the home team actually played in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That gives them an advantage. So, from now on, they'll all be played at Dallas, the uh, Allegiant Dallas.
6: Stadium,
0: Yeah, Allegiant, whatever you want to call, it. yeah, yeah, no problem. But we have the Raiders have it this a, year. I
6: think Allegiant Stadium.
4: The
0: Raiders got it this year. You know, we 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 win ugly, but we win it. And, 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 and Al always said, "Just win, baby."
4: Mm-hmm.
3: You know,
0: I yeah, I, yeah, just win, baby. But you, anyway, you
3: know, Sergio, you know, I've been with Anglo Chronicles for a little over three years, right? Have you really? And what's crazy is You've for heard? the next three years. Argentina
0: will be is, world is world champion. <laughs> oh That's right. Goodness Thank you. Somebody yeah. is trying to get out of that. Uh, no, no, feet down <laughs> no. He, he's at river. five feet right now. He just climbed a whole foot. I used to get right. He got a whole foot up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Derek is shaking his head here, but you know I'm I'm from Argentina. I was born there, so our, you know I don't care how anybody's doing. For the next three years, I get to brag that we are world, uh-huh. ch- real world champion because mm-hmm. we play the whole world, not when you play yourself and you kind of you call yourself self world champion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, Jonathan, let's get back to you. Okay, my friend, to all our listeners, what are you thankful for this year?
6: Well, I'm, I'm thankful for, for so much. One is the city of Lake Elsinore. You know, we talk about it a lot when I, when I call in, and you mentioned it a lot, and Ron mentioned it, is they believe in, in what we're doing as far as creating a great fishery at Lake Elsinore and, and what they've done to, to launch point. You know, we've had, you know, thousands and thousands of people who may have come here back uh, you know in the 80s and 90s and now they're seeing what we've been able to do with it so that's that's really amazing I'm always thankful for Angler Chronicles you know I think it was this year or whenever it was when I had the the the, the, the pleasure of going fishing with you and Ron and Steve Carson and that was uh, amazing it was, it was a ocean trip and I can't, it was a, I think it was a half day or a quarter day or something like that but I got to learn so much from Steve and seeing you and Steve communicate back together and seeing how you're more interested in, in giving the people, anglers, an opportunity to be successful rather than worrying about your own egos. And, and to me, that's, that's something that I always want to strive to do whenever I do anything is to try to emulate what you guys do on those fishing trips it's really great i'm thankful that you and i were able to go out you know this last weekend and i got my first bluefin yes you and, did uh you know, I
0: apologize for for losing it on the uh, what was it, a J hook that you? No, 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 it wasn't use? the J hook. Okay, so you know, what I did is I went out there with you and I had my bass rods, and one had 15 pound test, hmm. and the other one had 25 pound test. So one had the pen fathom on it with 15 and uh, the other one has the Accurate 300. So the two fishing syndicate bass rods. And what happened, and I got hooked up, I I gave you the the bass rod with the 15. You were doing really well. I didn't wanna say anything, but at one point your rod went straight. Okay, and I will say you gotta keep a massive bend on that rod, but at the same time, when you're using 15, you know how hard that is? I didn't realize that I had given you the one with 15. <laughs> That's very, very difficult to do. Because you have to keep a bending the rod and at the same time not bust your line. But there has to be a bend. But there was a point where the fish swam very fast towards you, and I saw the rod go straight. You came around the corner, and then it spit out the hook. Now, I know that we were playing with Will, the captain, and he wanted everybody to have a circle hook. Look, guys. Circle hooks has been, been a craze the last few years. I, I have fished J-hooks, and, you know, Steve, we've fished J-hooks since day one, you know. Um, it's sure, I mean, it's, it, there is a huge benefit to a circle hook, but to me, only on a fish over 100 pounds. Before that, I have to, I have to set the hook. You, know,
3: you know it's been around longer than J-hooks,
0: right? What? Arrows. Oh my God! Here we go! Here we go! Here we go! But anyway, you're right, and um, that is not
2: true. But the first hooks were circle hooks.
0: Yeah, but nobody and used J them. hooks. Uh-huh.
2: Arrows came many, many thousands of years later.
0: Well, he just went down six inches, not oh, five and a half. Oh man! We're having wrong information and sharing the wrong information. But anyway, no. So the first one I understand, but you landed the second one, no problem. And uh, I, I, just to see the smile on your face, eating the heart. Oh, that's the best. Okay, and I've got video to prove it. I showed you this morning, Andrew. The video, um, it's just, it's just awesome. So I'm so glad that you were able to catch your first bluefin. That one's out of the way. Now we need yellowfin and dorado. I, I heard he got that one in pretty. Quick though the second one, you did didn't you?
6: It was a, it was a it was a little work. I've never had that pull and like uh, like uh, Sergio always says the, the the tug is a drug and and trying to uh, finagle that thing off the front of the boat going from side to side. The captain was really patient, mm-hmm. really great. He was really encouraging. Uh, the funny one of the funny things is Sergio was telling me stuff and and he's like Sergio. I I got him.
0: <laughs> Look, you know what? You, you know what? I should have done what I do with Rhonda when it's—I want her to catch it so bad that sometimes I overcoach, because I'm so excited for him. So when when Will looked at me, I said, "You're absolutely right." I thought about Rhonda. I walk away
4: mm-hmm.
0: and let them do it because, you know, on a normal person, yeah, no problem. But it, yeah. I'm so excited for you guys, and I know it's your first. And I want you to get it. And well, you got them. And the whole point is, you got them. Okay, and um, it's one notch. Boom. My it's, only question: Does it? Pull harder than a uh, catfish?
6: Oh yes, uh, much harder than a catfish. <laughs> I was—you you had said it. Sergio says, uh, uh, you know, he's not when they come up. You're right. It's, it's going to be some work. It's, it's a lot different than the catfish, and you're going to be feeling it. So after I got it on, <laughs> I, I I, did take a rest. I—I <laughs> I honestly did. I was—I was a little sore and. Um, I'm now going to actually join a gym so I can start doing specific exercises to make sure that well, I don't get pulled over well, well, to, the... But you know uh, what you could do?
0: Motion. You know what you could do? And I'll go right back at you there in a second, Andrew. Mm-hmm. Buy an electric reel and all you have to do is thumb push-ups. Because <laughs> we were thinking, you know at night when we were dropping that jig 300 feet and you had to go as fast as you can, I was thinking if I had my electric reel... I could put it full speed and then drive back down. Full speed, and drop back down, and you know when That's you have totally to actually fish when you actually have to catch the fish, and you can do it by handle. Mm-hmm. But can you imagine having that assist right there?
3: Oh yeah. Well, so, well John, Jonathan's been working out all year too for this. If you notice how many times he's gone to Top Golf, I mean, you know, using those arms and everything else. So.
0: Yeah. Right. So, my, my, my big. So, listen,
4: I I got I
6: got to get get going up. Okay. okay. Um, thing, so, but I did. I did want to say the, the other thing I'll, um, I'm I'm thankful for is that um, this friendship that we we started nine years ago is only getting better and better. And you know, the, the Dream Extreme Fishing Derby really, is a great example. The number of sponsors that we get, William Johnson brings in you know tons of sponsors. But but the people that are coming are, are having a really great time. And and some are coming back year after year, and we're getting new ones. You know, Sergio really, Sergio and Ron really push about the whole family aspect. Go, you know, fishing with your, you know, your your wife or your daughter or your son or whatever. And so we've had a lot of those different groups come out there. So those those are just a couple of things I'm, I'm thankful for. Um, Andrew, I'm actually thankful for you. The arrows over there—you uh, <laughs> know—you actually got me on, a, on 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 shooting arrows for carp. So, All right, I'm not going to buy one, but All right, know, I'm for that. So, um, but listen, guys, I, I I love each and every one of you. Whenever I want everybody have a great Thanksgiving. Um, I can't wait until 2024 when I can get back on. And Sergio has promised me that I'm going to get a dodo. Oh, absolutely! I don't have.
0: All right, well, listen, you have have a great one uh, rest of the week. And, Jonathan, we love you. Thank you, my friend. And we're going to go to a break now. And uh, let me leave you with this, that, you know, we talk about family. You know, family is one of nature's masterpieces. Did you know that? hmm All right, you're listening to Raiders Radio, AM830KLAA. the Zangler Chronicles, and we'll be right back.
4: Though the bird is on the wing, and you may not know why. AM
0: 830. Ron, these sunglasses are nice.
7: Yes, Sergio, Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burn Hi, it's Captain Dave Marciano here. I'm wicked excited to tell you about my new website, AngelicaSeafoods.com, where you can now order fresh, local New England seafood shipped overnight right to your door. Go to AngelicaSeafoods.com.
4: It's the time. Of
0: the season. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Angler Chronicles fly, on Angels slash Raiders Radio, AMA 30K LAA. And uh, happy Thanksgiving. Very, very special show. And um, you know, Jonathan, uh, what's special about Thanksgiving? The whole family sits together at the same moment during halftime. <laughs> and I don't know about your family, but in my family, my family's like fudge. Okay, very sweet, but there's some nuts in it, all right? I'm talking about nuts, one of my favorite people, what I call one of my six, okay? If you don't know what one of my six means, look it up, all right? Without further ado, my dear friend, my brother, uh, Mr. Jack McCulloch, president, CEO of Fishers of Men, West Coast, um... It's been a great journey, and I'm very thankful for you. Jack, good morning.
9: Good morning, Sergio. Good
0: morning, Oliver. No, not Oliver. It's Andrew and Steve Carter. Andrew. Car- yeah. Oh,
3: hello,
6: Andrew.
0: Good morning, Indiana Jones. Hey, man.
3: <laughs> yeah, I saw your pictures. That was awesome.
0: Is Yeah, he's been a bit of an Indiana Jones. Yeah. You're right. He was in Egypt. Yeah. Uh, you couldn't have picked a better time to be in Egypt. <laughs> for sure.
4: Yeah. yeah.
0: Great trip. All right. right. All right. So, Jack, um, you know, the, this show is all about giving thanks. And, and, and so, on behalf of Angler Chronicles, I want to thank you for introducing us to Fishers of Men West Coast and allowing us to be a part of such a great thing and uh, to, to help so many people, both abroad and now here in the U.S. So, on behalf of all of us, thank you for allowing us to, to be part of it. Oh,
4: thank
9: you. Are you kidding me? Uh- um, you guys have come alongside of us and uh, everything that we've been doing, uh, encouraging us, pushing us, um, helping us get out of the box and just uh, to look at things in a different light. And uh, this it, ministry has just grown and grown since we've uh, hooked up with you guys. And it's, uh, plus, I've, I've learned a lot about fishing along the way.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
9: yeah. You know, I really, uh, really do appreciate you guys. Uh, really do. Fantastic.
0: uh, Well, you know, I remember. Go ahead. Go
9: ahead. It's been a heck of a good year, really. You know, we've done um, uh, several shoe handouts Digital Mission. We did the East Cape. We did a couple of them here locally, uh, Anaheim and um, Corona. Mm -hmm. Moreno Um, Valley. Moreno Valley, yeah. It's wherever there was a need. That's where, like, I thought you You were. You guys go where there's
0: a need, and I love that. Pardon me. You go where there's a need, and that's that's yeah. what I love.
9: Yeah. yeah. And uh,
0: we've been able to help out some other ministries. Uh, you know, we were able
9: to help out uh, another one in, in uh, Tijuana. Um, we were able to help out some people in the South Pacific there, um, in uh, American Samoa. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it's every time there seems to be a need, and we don't think we're going to be able to make it. You know, uh, somehow it works out. What a coincidence.
0: That's one of the things that we are thankful for. You see what I'm saying? Uh Allowing us, you know, at the end of the day, um, I'm happy being just a tool for God, okay? And he says, I need you here, there we go. I need you there, here we go. Uh, To see the smiles on the children that you, through the organization, you affect, it's just, that's what motivates me. I love seeing those little kids when they get a brand new pair of shoes. And, you know, I've seen the worst Okay, we've been down the East Cape. The first year I went, I had no idea what to expect for Casting for Souls. And to see a kid with their tennis shoe, the the front of the tennis shoe completely cut out and then wrapped in duct tape. That was his shoe. And they said, well, he has to wear shoes because if not, he can't even go to school without a pair of shoes. And we made it a mission. When we came back, I said... Please, no kid without a parachute. And I think we've done that in the last, what, eight years, seven years? Yeah. I don't know how many years yeah. we've been doing it. And so I want to thank you for allowing us to be a part of that and to help raise funds. And I'll make the invitation to everybody right now. The last Tuesday of every month, we get together at Michael Sports Pub and Grill there in Westminster. Look it up. Okay. And, and we have an evening together. It's pretty much a social. Okay, there's no huge seminars, nothing. We have a big, huge raffle, and all the money, 100% of it, goes to buy shoes. You were in the shoe business. You have connections to get shoes very inexpensively, so we're able to make a difference. So thank you, and uh, thank you, AFCO. Okay, and Bill Shedd and and um Christy Shed, she was there this year. I thank them for giving us so many shirts. I guess over a hundred thousand shirts they've done it over the years. Okay, this is AFCO, guys, you know, so this is great stuff. So, And among that, we've had, what, toothbrushes this year and reading glasses. Obviously, we have Bibles for everybody. Um, It's just been a great organization. Now, I do know that we normally do them in September, but you've made a change for the 2024 season.
9: Exactly. Uh, This year, we're going to do it the first week of May. Uh, It's just uh, a lot cooler down there. And we feel like uh, it's going to be a lot, a lot easier on the people. Those people have, for years, had to stand out in line, uh, over a mile long, in 100 degree weather, and just sweating, no, no shade, no nothing. And um, it's also very, very difficult on our volunteers. So we've decided to move it into earlier into the year, so that it's a lot cooler and uh, easier on everybody.
0: I agree. That I agree. There, and the fishing the is still great. Okay, in fact...
9: Actually, I understand it's better, so we're going to find out.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll actually get a shot at Amberjack and Yellowtail, so it'll be really cool. All right, so let me just say this. What are you really thankful for?
9: I'm thankful for family. Mm, Amen. And there's close friends around that I consider family. Um, You know, it's... um, There's a lot of things that come and they go and they come and they go. And a lot of things, a lot of choices that we make in life. But you don't choose your family. They are your family, you know. And you just make it work because that's your blood. Mm -hmm. And that's that's who you are. And they're your legacy and uh, where you come from. And uh, that's what I've learned this last year particularly, uh, I think, is uh, where I come from, who my people are, and what I want to leave when I go on. So that's what I'm thankful for. Well,
0: you know, there's a saying that says, I don't care how poor how poor a man is. If he has family, he's rich. Okay? And um, for those of you that don't have a big family, remember the friends can also be your family. Okay? You can pick part of your family. And um, under the roof, we're all family in the eyes of God. So just remember that. And uh, you'll be fine. And, again, we're so, so, so happy uh, to have found uh, Fishers of Men West Coast. We'll thank Larry for that one. And uh, he brought me to your shop, and we saw a video, and I was hooked. And it's um, been, been awesome to see you grow from where we met to where you are today. And it's just it's so cool to see them, that like you say, the ministry grow so much. And thank you for all the hard things that you do. Okay, for everybody. Oh, thank you. We, we, we love you guys. All Good right. Day. All right, well, Jack, thank you so much for, uh, for calling in. And listen, have a great rest of the week Thanksgiving. And look forward to sharing the rail soon. Okay? Yes. And um, maybe in the next uh, week or so, maybe I'll get you to call in. I want to hear about Egypt. Okay? I mean, I'm looking at it. He was on a camel. Mm-hmm. I was afraid he was going to roll it up and smoke. It. <laughs> Remember camels? <laughs> Non-filters. Anyway, listen, Jack, thank you so much, my friend. And, uh, thank you. God bless you, brother. God bless you. Bye-bye. All right. Listen, that was Jack McCulloch from um, uh, Fishers of Men West Coast. You know, um, what a great, great opportunity. Uh, Carson, you you've actually donated to the cause, and I want to thank you for that.
2: Yeah, I've donated both, uh, I, I made the mistake the first year I did it, I went to a couple of different stores and bought inexpensive shoes and and donated the actual shoes and then of course Jack has got so many connections in the shoe industry that he can buy them much cheaper than anybody else can and really it, it's most practical just to donate money which I have been doing since then.
0: Yeah, well we're able to buy shoes for children. Um, as as low as three or four dollars okay yeah, and
2: yeah I, I I think I was buying them for you know on sale somewhere for like ten mm-hmm. thought I was doing really well but now Jack, Jack is just incredibly efficient, he's been doing it a long time, he knows what he's
0: doing. And you know, one of the things that, you know, we really, really went heavy on kids, and I said we need to because, see the difference between an adult and a child. An adult is a size nine, in my case, you'll be a size nine until the day you die. But the kids you, you meet, they may be a size six. And in three months, they'll be a six and a half, seven. And so, what we do is we try to give them two, three, sometimes four pairs of shoes in different sizes, so they can grow into them and they don't suffer. Giving them a shoe that fits now is just not good in six months. You know, their feet grow, so that allows us to um, to do more. So I I
2: think it's also impressive that uh, when you're when you're when you get down there, you have the 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 they're not really a new invention, but they're they're so good and they're so precise. They haven't changed in a long, long time. The Brannock devices
4: mm-hmm.
2: for measuring the size of shoes, and um, and Andrew will be surprised that Sergio readily learned how to use them.
0: Yep, <laughs> I know how to use one. <laughs> no, but here's the deal. I mean, these people are ushered in one by one. Uh, they come in. And the first thing they do, they get their size, their shoe, their, their foot measured, and then it's put on a bracelet that they are given. It'll um, you know those uh, those little bands on their foot, and mm-hmm. the size is already there. And then when they go and they sit down, then our volunteers can bring them shoes uh, in that size, and hopefully they they, they fit right, and, and off they go. So it's been a it's been a great, 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 great thing. Yeah, but you know when we talk about fishes and men, I'm always thinking East Cape had an amazing, amazing year in the East Cape. You know everything from uh, roosters. Uh, let me see. Caught dorado, caught tuna, caught cabrilla, caught sailfish and marlin, and obviously my roosters. That's, that's the only thing I I would like is rooster fishing. Well, you had the uh, the bonito too that, oh, that you decided to, right. Yeah, which what would have tied? It was not a white bonita, Was uh, you called it a black bonita? Uh, I, the, I
2: can't remember exactly what you showed me a picture of, but there's, there's three or four different species down there. I believe what you caught was a black skipjack.
0: Oh, black skipjack. Um, mm. as, as
2: I recall, that was the picture. Uh, there are white bonita down there, mm-hmm. which is a.k.a. striped bonito is the real name. Mm-hmm. And if you only know your fish from going to 99 Ranch Market, <laughs> okay. which a lot of people, that's as close as they get to a fish, is 99 <laughs> Ranch Market. For some reason there, they call them Oriental Bonito. Uh, Not to be confused with the good old California Bonito, which, although we do still catch them, we don't catch them anywhere like we used to back in the day.
0: You know what I love? We all all say Bonita, but it's actually Bonito. Okay, I'm glad you mentioned you you pronounced it correctly. Everybody says Bonita, but it's not an A, it's an O. It ends with an O. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, anyway, you just rained in my parade because um, had that been uh, a white... uh, uh, Bonita, a bonito. It would have been a world record, right? Well, uh, what what did it weigh again? I don't remember, but it, yeah, I, don't I remember. think it was like sixteen pounds, right? Yeah, something like. It was over the record. And and you
3: caught it on twenty pound test? Fifteen. Oh, 15. fifteen. Let's see. So, it would have been bumped up to. Well, you caught it on twenty pound. I thought. Because we looked it up before. Maybe 20. Yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, the yeah.
2: Lab- labeled 15-pound tests will never fit into the 16-pound category. It just doesn't happen. Yeah, so uh, you... You'll be, you, be lucky if it fits the 20.
0: Yeah, you would have had it by a couple pounds. Oh, the, well, I just, we just cut up another world record. All right. <laughs> All right, everybody, hang on tight and just uh, remember this. Thanking God today for the love of family, the loyalty, loyalty of friends, and the kindness of strangers. Do that, and you'll be great. Folks, you're on Raiders Radio, AM830K, LA. This is Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back.
4: To take the bait and catch the perfect prize that waits among the shells. AM 830. But
0: Welcome back everybody on Angels Radio AMA 30K LIA, and this is Angler Chronicles. I love that, you don't know me but this is you, but I'm your brother. You know who's one of my brothers Andrew? Captain Rick Scott from the Ocean Odyssey. Except he's not on the ocean. Mm. He's shooting stuff. He's in Montana. He's got lead in the cannon. Mm-hmm. So without further ado, my dear friend Rick Scott, Captain Rick Scott of the Ocean Odyssey out of H&M Landing. Good morning Rick.
8: Good morning.
0: How's everyone? Dude, we're really cool. And you know what? The the whole show, what I wanted to do is, you know what we're thankful for, and a lot of the things that I'm thankful for is the relationships I've uh, made over the last more than 10 years because it started with uh, Ronnie. But, um, dude, your family. I I get on that Ocean Odyssey, and I'm like, this is, I'm going home, you know? And um, uh, you've been so good not only to me but to Rhonda. I mean, Rhonda, if there's a an ocean Odyssey trip that we're involved with. She takes the time. I've got to, i got to go. I've got to go. I've got to go. And, and that's, that's so fun to see. So thank you for everything that you do for the industry, everything you've done for us. And, uh, bro, I love you. And it's been a great relationship. It
8: has. It really has. You know, we, we cherish that relationship and, uh, love to watch a girl every year. And, uh, we're very thankful for
0: that. Yeah, it's been, it's been really good. And, um, um, uh, How was your season? Are you thankful for the season that you had?
8: I am. I am thankful for the season. They came out with us this year, and uh, hopefully we showed them a good time, and they'll be back. And I look forward to next year.
0: You know, every time we went out there, we caught fish. You know, we didn't Mm -hmm. have a single bad day. Um, And we had variety. I mean, we had one trip. Our two-and-a-half day was really all about Dorado. I mean, we had to... shake them off because there were so many of them and uh, then we got some yellowfin and bluefin so we had to trifecta the one thing I didn't catch <laughs> on your boat this year I think is a yellowtail but I caught everything else you know and um, it it's just fun and all in the bass route too huh? Mostly on the bass rod, Mm -hmm. except there's some new stuff coming out. I really can't talk too much about Fishing Syndicate's new uh, e-glass. But I can't talk about that, but there's a whole line of e-glass rods coming. I can't talk about it.
3: Wait, was was that the one that I got to use? Well, I pretty much stole it from you that day. I think Um, so. Over at the where we took the unofficial Uh year-long championship. That's right. Of the Bass Fishing Derby.
0: Unofficial, yeah. Freedom, (laughs) Freedom Boat Club decides to do a tournament. Rick, uh, for uh, for fishing bass, and they won't let me in. Mm-hmm. No. No. So they well, may... I, can't, I
8: can't talk enough about
6: those
0: rods. I love those things. Yeah, well, we can't talk about too much because they're not really available yet. It's all <laughs> promos. But you know what? It brings back the old school with all the new technology, and it's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend everybody. Hang on tight. It's common. It's, it's nice. Coming. But anyway, Rick, where are you at right now?
8: I am. I just left our property here in Montana. I'm going to head to town, get a burger, and then go back for the afternoon. But uh, I'm trying to shoot a duck today. I was lucky enough to get a pheasant yesterday. So my first uh, wild pheasant. I've shot plenty of uh, stalkers, but that was pretty fun yesterday. We went out and uh, walked a long way. How long did it take you to
0: to take the Ocean Odyssey to Montana? What's that? How long did it take? How long of a drive was it for the Ocean Odyssey (laughs) in Montana? Uh, How long was my Sunday, no, no 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 no. no. How long was the drive on the Ocean Odyssey? another the trip. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 no, listen, we know that at the end of the season this is what you look forward to. You like to go and get some geese, some duck and uh, congratulations on your first wild pheasant that. Uh, it's a big deal for people don't realize that. What are you using for uh, for guns? Uh
8: Benelli's of
0: course. nice mm. nice. You That's the way to go
8: yesterday, and for
0: ducks I shoot, ducks and Geese, I shoot a Super Black Eagle 3. Oh, nice. Oh, nice, nice. Nice. That's a nice so, argument. Uh, so, what do you guys do? I mean, when you catch these um, geese, is that what you serve uh, for uh, for Thanksgiving, or you have turkey? Ah, uh, we well, have
8: turkey or ham, but uh. now the geese, you know, I like to make into uh, either jerky, or uh, snacks
3: it so so snack. so rick are you are you gonna do it this season what you were trying to do last season with the goose shoot them with a bow uh-huh uh,
8: We're gonna try we'll see there's not a lot here right now it looks like the weather's not coming till next week we should get a big push of birds looks like next week so yeah once those birds come in then uh i'll be able to try that
0: so you're having turkey and ham that means you're you're are you having your deck hands, your twin towers? One's a turkey, yeah. one's a ham. Uh, yeah. One's a ham, one's a turkey. I can't tell you how uh, wonderful those two guys are on deck. Obviously, we love Desi, of course, and we love. And then that third deck has always been, you know, in and out, in and out. But the two mainstays, I call them my twin towers. They're six foot eight. Oh, jeez. I'm five, six and a half on a good day. Okay. And I stand <laughs> right next to them, and I'm, you know, i thought I thought it was him. four, seven. Really, no. And I said, and I, I said okay, when well, I'm on the deck, I go, bring it. I've got these two behind me. Go, go ahead, bring it. Mm-hmm. Bring it. I mean, th- these guys are taller than John. John constantly hits her. Right. You see these guys go into the galley with their head bent, so, six foot eight.
3: So when you stand on the, um, on the bait
0: tank, you're eye level with them pretty much? Are you, are you kidding me? Are you, are you listening to this, Rick?
8: Oh yeah,
0: Hi, yeah. You got to be <laughs> careful because I think you and I are right there. <laughs> we, had a, we had a photo with you and me holding a fish uh, and I call him Tiny, uh, Craig. And this is a solid fish and he's holding it makes it makes it look like a little guppy. <laughs> he's such a big dude. You and I are holding him. It goes back to being huge. I love it. But anyway, listen, yep. thank you so much uh, for all you do and you and Dina, your whole crew. Uh, we love you all, your family and... Um, Dude, it's been another great year. Looking forward to 2024.
8: Yeah, us too. Thank you very much. And, uh, yeah, we had a great time this year. And, you know, we are also looking forward to 2024. Dina's working on the schedule right now and she should have it up on January 1st. She's getting all the charters together and then she'll get the open party schedule up. Yeah, I'm gonna
0: call her up because usually we do two day and a halfs and one two and a half. So maybe what we can do is, you know, uh, you promote it and well, will Angler Chronicles will come in and help you produce a couple, one or two more of those open parties and we do it with enough time, we'll get, it ma- get them full. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay?
4: Yep. That's great.
0: Okay, go shoot something, but not your foot. <laughs>
8: All right, happy Thanksgiving, and uh, we
0: look forward to talking to everybody here in the next week or so. All right, thanks, Rick. Uh All right, Captain Rick Scott of the Ocean Odyssey out of H&M Landing. What a great year Mm -hmm. we had on his boat. I'm I'm very, very thankful for that because, um, God, Rhonda. Rhonda caught her first bluefin tuna there it's really cool yeah all right steve uh, you know we haven't i don't know how much time we got here but uh we got a little bit of time so why don't you start and tell me one thing you're thankful for this year
2: well there's no such thing as one thing right um it's been an incredible incredible fishing year i've been so fortunate so blessed ironically this is how good the year is um you know the, the headline-type bites, you know, where, you know, with, you know, 200-pound bluefin leaping in the boat, filleting themselves, and, you know, and putting their own spices on themselves and, and leaping into the oven, um, you know, I've missed all those. And yet, I've had an absolutely incredible, incredible year. I've caught Wahoo. I've caught, you know, 150-pound bluefin. I've caught lots of Dorado. I was kind of shocked when you said you hadn't caught a yellowtail on on the ocean odyssey that's, that's this, well, year, just, just, yeah. you know,
0: this year this year it just mining. didn't happen yeah it just we, and,
2: but uh, interestingly my most outstanding catch of the year uh taken singly would have been you know interesting but still kind of humble but as you know that i i've been playing around a lot with uh, slow pitch jigging the last few years and uh, trying you know different combinations of ways to do it ways to install the hooks etc And and I happened to have been on the Vagabond, as it so happened, in July, Um, and other people were catching, you know, some nice yellowtail, and I was messing around with my slow-pitch jigging, had what I thought was a nice-sized yellowtail on very light gear, Uh, you know, light spinning gear, and I was kind of fighting and bringing it up, and it it felt weird, it felt funny, like, gosh, maybe this isn't a yellowtail, I didn't know what it was, and... It was a a slow pitch jig, which, as you know, in some cases, they have a hook on each end, one on the front end, one on the back. And on each hook, facing each other, as if they were still down on the bottom, battling each other for territory, were two huge—we weighed them. Don't say it if you don't weigh it. We weighed them each, each 14-pound sheephead, one on each end of the lure. Wow. Nice. So that was just like, and it did feel weird, so, so yeah, I, I could tell it wasn't anything normal, but I didn't know what it was because I'd never felt anything like it. And it looked weird, and, and yet, and again, even when they were still on the deck, they were just staring at each other just as, you, as I imagine they were, you know, down in their territory, fighting each other for every inch of territory, every bit of food, et cetera, et cetera. So that was, that was a pretty amazing moment. If you if you want me to pick
0: one, Mm -hmm. but well, one uh, right now. We'll talk to uh, a few others. I'm sure during the show. Um, You know that they just. I think there's always been something this year. You know that it just like blew your mind as far as fishing, Um, and then just. uh, Steve, honestly, another year we're here and we get. Yeah, well, that's that's maybe
2: that's the biggest thing to be thankful for of all.
0: Yes, I agree. I agree. You know, and and, and you gotta need to cherish those days. You know, it's so important to hold. You know, we're in Thanksgiving, and you know, we're all nice to each other and thankful for a lot of things. And I say this: hold every day sacred, okay? Because we're here today, you're gone tomorrow. And you yeah. stop humming. I'm talking. This song is you so know cool, what? though. Earthworm. Back down to the ground. Oh, there's that size three on my head again. All right, I'm going to put you on a hook and feed you <laughs> to a trout. When we... <laughs> this is Raiders Radio, AM 30K, LAA, Angler Chronicles. will be right back.
4: AMA
7: 30. Imagine having all the money you need for retirement, all the income, every month guaranteed. That's Secure Future Investor. An indexed annuity tied to growth in the stock market, but without any risk of loss ever. It's guaranteed money for life income, no matter how long you live. Call 888-509-2228. 888-509-2228. Sponsored by GP Agency, Inc. Raleigh, North Carolina. Licensed in all states. Performance may vary. Consult with your financial professional before making an investment decision. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. John, what are you doing? Get in my car. Why are you walking to work? Thanks, man. It's these insanely high gas prices. They are draining my bank account. I can't afford to drive anymore. Dude, don't walk. Just do what I do, because I never pay full price for gas anymore. I use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait, you're telling me you get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make a round $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now.
1: Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code WINNING for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code WINNING. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account to PayPal or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code WINNING for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code WINNING.
7: This time of year, big box tool stores start to sell a whole bunch of not tools, from dancing Santas to plastic trees. At Northern Tool and Equipment, we'd rather sell you a four-horsepower chain saw fitted with a full chisel chain to cut down your own tree. And we have wood chippers come January, because, you know, mulch. We're cutting prices on your favorite brands this holiday season. Save on Milwaukee, Steel, and Lincoln Electric in-store or at northerntool.com. You're all set with your Medicare prescriptions, Mrs. Brown. This is not just low-cost copays at Walgreens. I can actually help you set up 90-day refills if you want. This is having a partner you can trust. Get low-cost copays, 90-day refills and delivery from your neighborhood Walgreens. This is being independent together. Walgreens.
10: Restrictions apply. For details see walgreens.com/pharmacy.
11: Let's talk about America, not taxes or tweets or the issues that divide us, but how incredible our country is. Left, right, up, down, state lines to winding coastlines. Whether you come home to a crowded city street, tree-lined suburb, or sleepy small town, everyone deserves to live in a clean, green, and thriving community. And we all share in the responsibility to create beauty that ripples from one neighborhood to another and one block to the next. We are Keep America Beautiful, the nonprofit working with millions of people just like you to end littering, improve recycling, and beautify our communities. Because every mindful action and sustainable habit has a positive impact, and it all adds up. Learn how you can join Keep America Beautiful at KAB.org. Together, we can do beautiful things.
0: Angels Radio AMA 30. KLAA.
11: Orange
4: County Los Angeles and Inland Empire
0: where Angels Baseball lives. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30 KLAA, its owners or management. Any and all on-air promotions broadcast during paid programming are the sole responsibility of the show owner and not the responsibility of AMA30 KLAA.
1: Welcome back to hour number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles.
0: Welcome back, everybody. Let's start hour number two. Andrew, we're burned through one hour. So wow. <laughs> now, hour number two. This is Angels Radio, AMA 30K, LA, And again, you're listening to Angler Chronicles. And let me just say this, that gratitude is as important for feeding your soul as eating is important to feeding your body. And one of the things I'm really... great. Uh, I want to express my gratitude, and something I'm really thankful for is the relationship I have with none other than the sheriff, okay? The Jake Slinger himself. Oh, yeah. We don't have his theme, his theme song today, but Did- nonetheless, he's still the CEO of Filmdom mm-hmm. at Angler Chronicles. Nothing goes by or nothing goes on TV without him having his signature on it. So, the voice, because he really is the voice, and I love his voice. My dear friend, very, very dear friend of over thirty years, Mr. You know, who is it? Mr. Who? Go ahead, say, say, say. <laughs> say Danny it. Jackson. Danny Jackson. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mister, all right. Who is it? Okay.
10: Well, yes, you're indeed. Uh, it is Danny Jackson.
0: Okay, well, Danny. <laughs> you know,
10: Before when you, when you talk, go, you... you're talking about things to be thankful for. Mm. I'm just glad Danny Jackson, is, this Danny Jackson, and as many of them, uh, is still around. You know, I. I've got to, I have to tell you, you know, of course, uh, we seem to want to isolate one day out of the year to be thankful, or maybe especially thankful, but i I got to be honest with you, Sergio. I thank God every day just for another day of life. <laughs> and, uh, and, of course, uh, one thing I'm really grateful for, and I've, we've talked about this before, is to still be a part of Anger Chronicles Television, and the radio show. I mean, I I, I really enjoy it. I uh, it's just you know it's a passion. Of course, video production's been a passion of mine for actually thirty years or more. But uh, we've done some excellent work with the Anglo Chronicles the last well since twenty fourteen. So what nine years? And uh, but anyway, it, it's all good, Sergio. And you know, talk about being thankful. Let's talk about the people. Uh, young and old in Los Bariles, Mexico. Okay, because mm-hmm. one day out of the year they get a uh, thanks to uh, you, Sergio, and several others. Uh, Fisher's and they men. get a, a brand brand new pair of shoes. And you know what? We take a brand new pair of shoes just for granted, don't we? I mean, I I, I don't remember in my whole life, when it since being a little boy, you know, going and getting a big pair of shoes. I, I mean, a brand new pair of shoes. That's just what we did, and, uh, but not in a lot of parts of Mexico. So in honor of that, being grateful, and brand-new shoes, tomorrow we are going to air what's called, our title is East Cape Pilgrimage. It's actually the 14th annual shoe giveaway. You and, and Rhonda, Rhonda, of course, your beautiful wife Rhonda and Ron Hobbs and all the Anglo Chronicles crew, Good fishing, of course. We always have good fishing in the East Cape. But uh, no doubt, more importantly, the shoe giveaway and taking care of thousands of of, uh, of the local residents there in Los Mariles. And uh, So talk about that trip a little bit, Sergio. Well, you- it,
0: it, it's, it's one of the things that we look forward to with Rhonda every year. Okay? Because uh, I remember I went the first year, we filmed it, came back, and she goes, honey, I don't know what it is, but I feel the need to, to go down there and help out. I said okay. So the following year, remember, we took her. She was not a fisherman in any way, shape, or form. And one of the things that we fished for a couple of days, and then on Saturday, that Saturday, we um, we go ahead and give away the shoes. So the days that I was going to be on a boat fishing, Rhonda was supposed to go on a on a bus. Okay to one of the local uh, orphanages. Now, we are not allowed to film the orphanages because, you know, the narco kids and, you know, protect the kids and stuff. So Mm. we can't film them. So Rhonda was going to go there. I was going to go fishing. Well, they tell her the day before that the bus is already full. We had too many volunteers. So they thanked her, but, you know, no problem. She goes, well, you know, I'll just, I'll hang by the pool, you know. And I said, well, you want to get some sun? You want to come on the boat with me? She goes, I'd love it. So we get her on the boat (laughs) <laughs> okay, she has no idea what's going on, and um, I got hooked up to a Dorado and it was a twenty-eight pounder. Wow! Okay, I hook up to him, and I'm looking at my. I go here, I hand it over to her, and it's on the bass rod, by the way. <laughs> and I hand it over to, and she goes, "What do I do?" I said, "Turn the handle, breathe through your nose." And I and we we made fun of it, and this Dorado put on a show, and that was her first fish, and. She was hooked. That started and it is, off. So now it's, she goes over there. She doesn't miss a day of fishing, and then she puts all her energy. Her, you know, Ron and her take care of the kids' shoe. Okay, they they make sure all the inventory is going and it's flowing out to the people. Um, they do a fantastic job. They work really really hard, and I'm very thankful that I have the both of them. Um, I get the easy part. I get the. I go buy bags and bags and bags of candy and so where, where they meet and you'll see it in the episode it's like um, it's almost like indoor-outdoor type basketball arena right mm-hmm. and that's where all, everything happens there and people line up and people get in line the night before, at 8 p.m., you start seeing people coming with sleeping bags and stuff, and they sleep on the street So I want to make sure they get a good pair of shoes first thing in the morning. We open the doors at 7, and usually by 11, noon, it's so well organized. We're able to see about 4,000, 5,000 people go through there and all come out with shoes, shirts. Uh, We have belts, we have reading glasses, we have now uh, toothbrushes for the kids. Uh, We had a dentist that uh, gave us some this year. I mean, there's just so much love, okay, from the volunteers, not only from the US, but over there. And we're able to take care of those that take care of us, little things, you know, like the maid. You know in your room like like the yeah. guy that's serving you on a, at a restaurant or the guy that has a taco stand in the corner all these people they work really really hard but unfortunately with the hurricanes oh their homes are usually decimated yeah okay they can't you know they don't have the money for the technology so they make the huts they do what they can and when it comes Start fresh the next time, yeah. but it's those hurricanes that makes the fishing so good and the need, and they take care of us so. Yeah, we're very thankful that we're, we were able to do that. And Danny, if you remember back in the day, I was telling you, gosh, I wish we could we could we had something, a charity that we could associate with. And uh, I don't know if you remember, we met with Brant, who who will be on the show a little later, uh, from yeah. for the Olive Crest. That was the first one, and uh, that led to this and. Um, it's just—it's just so good to be able to create. In my opinion, and I know, I probably shouldn't say this, but I think it's one of the best shows, quality-wise, um, that you're ever going to see. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't. I mean. Well,
10: I, Sergio, I, I would agree with you, and you're right about uh, so many people chipping in on this. And let's don't forget our good friends at Van Warmer Properties there. Absolutely. Especially the Hotel Palma de Cortez you know, Eddie Mall and and all the good people. And, you know, there were a lot of other things besides shoes, uh, shirts, socks, sunglasses. You know, we've got some generous sponsors that really uh, take care of these good people down there. So I'm just glad to be a part, Sergio, and uh, hopefully we can do this. I shouldn't say we. Hopefully I can do this with you (laughs) for several more years, you know, and I would – I would really be thankful if I could do
0: that. So oh, we'll get it it's done. It's all good. We'll, we'll get it done. All right, folks. So uh, starting tomorrow, 8.30 in the morning, we'll be premiering East Cape Pilgrimage. Okay? It'll be seen five times yes. throughout the week. So Danny Johnson, yes, my friend, I'm thankful for you. I am I thank you for my our, our relationship from catching bass, eating a burger on the freelance to uh, what we're doing today. So imagine that.
10: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've come a long way, and we've got, and we got a long way to go too, Sergio. So, all right. all right, We get thanks very much, Sergio, and and everybody, and everyone, all our listeners and and viewers for tomorrow. Have a great weekend.
0: Well, uh, you didn't get a chance to say hello to say hello to Andrew and to Steve. Both of them are on here.
10: Oh my goodness! Hey, well, hello, Andrew and Steve. Hey, nice Danny. To,
0: <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So, so
3: Danny, Thank just you quick question though. From your house, do you think that you can cast all the way to East Cape?
10: Uh, you know, I'd have to reach a little, <laughs> reach pretty far back. But, well, hold on know, a second. Get, <laughs> hold I on might get second. as far, far as Moolahe or Laredo. I'm not
0: 20, sure about East 20 years ago, East you Cape. could reach Panama. Oh, wow. Okay, 20 years, you could reach Panama. I'm sure he can get uh, East Cape and I'll tell you well, what, uh, he'll do it from his backyard. Oh, yeah.
10: Yeah, all right. right right, from the koi pond. The, <laughs> yeah, they got the koi pond, he just
0: makes a cast over there. No, listen. And you got Steve. Steve, you want to say something?
2: I just said uh, good morning and, and happy uh, Thanksgiving and um, yeah, it's just a, it's always been a pleasure to be associated with Danny. He's always a top flight professional and a great guy.
10: Well, thank you, Steve, and you know the feeling is mutual. I we go back a long way, but back into the Ronnie Kovac days, we've made a lot of trips. You and I to uh, to East Cape and to uh, British Columbia, Alaska. We 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 made the rounds, and it's always you are very professional, and uh, I love working with you. And you're a very trustworthy man. You're knowledgeable, and I appreciate you, uh, Steve. Believe me.
4: Thanks,
0: Danny. You know what? You know you just reminded me. You know what? You know what? Ronnie would say to that, to the interaction between <laughs> no the two of you. Telling. Get a room. <laughs> he used to tell me that too. He'd say something nice about somebody. I go, dude, really? No, but it's good. And as you guys can see, you can hear, there's sincerity in our words. Uh, we truly are a family. Uh, that's what Angler Chronicles has always been about. And uh, we just love to fish. We'd like to share what we do with everybody else. And and we always have uh, the kids, the poor. In our military, first responders, in our in our thoughts and in our prayers, and anywhere that we can help, we help. And Danny is the CEO of Film Them, the sheriff, the jigsinger himself. So thanks for that, Danny, and thanks <laughs> well, for everything you do.
10: Thanks for that, Sergio, and everybody else. So you you've got a show to get done here. So uh, looking forward to the rest of it. And you guys have a great weekend, Sergio. All
0: right. Thank you, my friend.
10: Hi. Right, we'll see you guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Alright, that was Danny Jackson, and um, for those of you who don't know, he's our producer. And the voice that you hear there at the, when the, in the bumpers and at the end, that, that's him, Danny. Okay, so just finished a great episode, and we're in full, full editing mode right now. We filmed a lot of them. Yeah, oh, we're, this we're is a grooving. great song. You like this, Groovin? Yeah, Elvis did a good job on this one. Yeah, Elvis. Yeah, this is Groovin by Elvis. Steve Carson, <laughs> you hear this? <laughs> It's almost sacred I sacri- not
6: hear you. Yeah, no, that's not
0: Elvis. Yeah, no, it's it's almost <laughs> sacrilegious. If you, you you know who that is? Groovin'? That's
2: the
4: young rascal.
0: That's right, you young rascal, you. <laughs> <laughs> All very right, very nice. <laughs> let's take a short break. We'll come back. This is *Anger Chronicles* on Angels Radio, AM eight thirty, KLAA. AM eight
4: thirty. can see
0: clearly now welcome back everybody i got the 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 singing earthworm in (laughs) the hey you're listening to angular chronicles on angels radio am830kla and without further ado one of the really nice relationships that we've been able to foster through uh angler chronicles is with none other than oliver solise owner of fishing syndicate by far the best rods i have ever fished so let me say good morning oliver
12: Good morning, Sergio, and the feeling is mutual. Thank you for all the support, the kindness you've shown us over the last seven years. Really grateful for that. Grateful to your fans, your audience, uh, the people that follow us and buy our product. Uh, We, you know, as a company, the most important person is always the paying customer. And So we wouldn't be here, was it not, for uh, you having literally adopted us. (laughs) <laughs> uh, early on, when we started this, and uh, obviously, you know, all the anglers out there who adopted this as well and like our product, love our product. So, just want to say thank you. Can't put it in words.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, um, I'll just say this so that everybody understands. Um, the reason it was so easy it was your sincerity. Okay, I remember meeting you at a Casey Angler meeting. You were there. You said, Here are three rods the L, the M, and the H. And you said, Go, just let me know how they feel. And we went out actually the next day on a trip, and I fell in love. I used all three rods. I mean, I really pushed the, the envelope, and they were great. Throughout the following weeks, we really tested them out. And then when we, when we came back together, I said, you have jewels here. You know, this is jewelry. People don't understand that. They're the tools of the trade. And tell everybody, what are your three key words in describing a rod? Lightness
12: sensitive and powerful exactly that's it's that's the motto that's the motto. it's not just a slogan as you've known the rest is history right right um, when we met I had literally just designed our first six rods from lights to triple X which cover you in you know fortuna fishing that's pretty much that's all you need with those six rods you go anywhere in the world uh, but we're up to 40 plus uh, different uh, blanks different rods uh covering from two pound for trout tony and andrew uh, have been very instrumental in the development of those rods uh that's of course the bass rod that you and i developed together mm-hmm. uh all around rod and um you know now we got the s glass and e glass 90j uh which will be uh we're going to be demoing and selling really uh, at the shows um can't wait for 2024
0: No, it's going to be epic, and um, it's been epic so far. So, all right. It's all good, my friend. And
12: um, Well, listen, Sergio, also for your listeners, uh, we are running that special that's been going on for the Thanksgiving week. We are going from Monday through Monday. So take advantage of that discount that we are giving uh, pretty much the show discount uh, mm -hmm. this week. Excellent. So whether you go online and use a code or whether you walk in and go see GT,
0: yeah. And let me tell you, I hope everybody um, can make it to the PCS show. That's going to be – and also the Bart Hall. But PCS show, uh, we have a party corner, mm-hmm. okay? um you you your booth is the shape of an l and i'm right there in the corner and we have all our friends we're gonna have fishing fishers of men next to us uh this year we're gonna have van warmer resorts we're gonna have freedom boat club right there we're gonna have the Anglerettes nearby it's gonna be epic it's gonna be great and um i think we're gonna have uh lake elsinore right there as well so you, you know what we should look in uh, to getting for the show
3: what's that a totem pole I leave that to you. Just have it in the booth. You get, know,
0: Get a small totem pole. We'll put some dirt that people can see. <laughs> a bag of say. dirt and some worms. And, and then we'll put a plastic worm and say, that's you. Okay, I like yeah, that well, idea.
12: You Sergio, we have a corner. We could, we could definitely uh, anchor it right there
0: for... Perfect. Uh, it's not going to be that big of a totem. It's going to be a small one. It's, it's a tiny one, so yeah. <laughs> Sergio says. Anyway, listen, Oliver, I just want to thank you again. Uh, it's, it's a great... Uh, um, it's so good, the fissure rods. And folks, just remember that your your fishing rod your tackle is like jewelry right mm-hmm. to ladies i mean um these rods are made to last forever this is not a and i don't want to put anybody down it's not a walmart special okay well, this it, is a solid rod that'll last you the rest of your life
3: they're only made to last until they get in tony's hands and then they shrink a yeah. little bit yeah.
0: car doors are just <laughs> not good for cutting down a rod but no listen yeah, i They are not anti-car
12: doors.
4: um, (laughs) Keep attention.
0: Keep aware of this. Lightness. Okay, they're super light. Now, that's what got me. Okay, Mm -hmm. they're super light. Then they're sensitive. Okay, I can feel the twitch of my bait without any problem. Oh, yeah. It puts uh, the Spectra plus... You know, some mono or even uh, floral carpet, you feel every twitch. Mm-hmm. So you know when your bait's swimming and when it's not. You can bring it in and get a new one. Well, e- even and throwing jigs. Well, but even and, and throwing then, jigs. Yeah, but and then power. Yeah. Okay, because when you get hooked up, you got to be able to bring them in, and it offers you that power. And then and then what, what you've done is you got your basic three, LMH, I call them, all right? But then you've got some inshore rods, and you got this, and you got some jig sticks, and you got... Folks, you've got to get over to La Habra. I think it's 200 north, South uh, Beach Boulevard. Yep. That's it, in La Habra. It's almost That's where... Correct. 200 South
12: Beach Boulevard in La Habra.
0: It's almost where Beach Boulevard ends. Okay, go mm-hmm. check them out. You're going to walk in there. I guarantee you, you, Just it's very difficult to come out with only one rod because you're going to go, oh, my God, and they're so great. The nine-foot jig stick, oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. And not only that, they can custom wrap it to your own. Cousin. My, my, my rods are blue. Go yeah. figure that. Well, well, look what Erica's is now. Erica's is pink, pink, just like Rhonda. And Rhonda has the pink She's ones. ready to go. She, yeah. she, you know. But anyway, uh, Oliver Fishing Syndicate Angler Chronicles. Love the partnership. Looking forward to many years. And I just want to say thank you again for the years that we've had. I think you've already had five, right? Yeah,
12: yeah, we're we're seven already, and going uh, next year,
0: you know, we'll be starting our eighth year. I love it. So, all right, it for life. Uh, you got it. Get syndicated. Thank mm-hmm. you so much, Oliver, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon, brother.
12: We'll see you next week, Sergio.
0: All right, I love it. You know that's uh, guy. That's our rod. That's your your what do you call yours? Your the green monster. The green monster.
3: Oh, the he best, tr- a,
0: best he, trout rod I've ever had in my hands. Yeah, green monster. And it looks like a hare. Yeah, well, it's I super thin, I named little it little tiny thing. Come on, you want a green monster? Look under my. Well, no, I named it rods. because it is
3: really you know skinny and sensitive. But when you hook up up on a fish, it does turn into a monster. Like it has backbone, everything you need in a trout rod in one. I mean, the one rod. That's all I would really need. Even though I have three of them, but it's just for every application, bait, jigs,
0: everything. Okay, well, it's all good. It's mm-hmm. all good. I like a little bigger rod, but I'm not, I'm not fishing. Trout. And and it helped me get a super official
3: super grand slam from the IGFA. Okay, well you know what I said. Let's, what are you thankful for?
0: I think that's one of the things. Mm-hmm. Say it real quick.
3: Yeah, so I am thankful for fishing syndicate rods because, like I said, it helped me get you know a super grand slam from the IGFA, which I believe there's only ten names on the list that have it. And next, you know, is going for the fantasy slam which is five species. So I know where I need to go. Um, you know, unfortunately, the tiger trout didn't count because it is considered a hybrid. Still got five species, but now I need to get that lake trout
0: and then everything else. What are your thoughts there, uh, Steve? Because all you got to do is give a bunch of pictures. So my thought was, <laughs> I, I think he told me it's like, like 20 different species of, um, of trout. I could just take tw- all 20 pictures and then send them in and say, oh, look what I caught. Mm-hmm. They say where? I not don't know. Not, like that's, Newport Beach. That's a
3: different slam. Like I can say Newport Beach. So if you want to go for the Royal Slam, that's a lifetime. So meaning your entire life, if you catch those seven species, then you can submit those pictures. But for the other slams that I went from, mm-hmm. for the Super Grand or the Fantasy, it has to be, you know, 24 hours.
0: Yeah. No, no. And that, and, and that's a feat. I'm just giving you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um it's bad. It, it, it's it's really a cool thing you did, Carson. Your, your, your thoughts on it?
2: Well, uh, I like. I love that, it when he yeah, goes. Okay, well, a lifetime <laughs> slam because you could certainly uh, fudge twenty four hours about yeah uh, about the only place you could really fish twenty four hours straight would be in Alaska in the summer where the sun never sets. Oh, good point. So you could and you, you could just go from spot to spot and it would be daytime the entire the entire twenty four hours
0: i like yeah it. or utah well the only slam he's going to get in here is when i body slam him <laughs> on the ground okay yeah so uh it's all good no but listen that's that's a great thing you've done there you know when it comes to igfa i mean I, my name would probably be there maybe three or four times is that they either got filleted released or eaten by seals <laughs> so yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> but it, but it's all good and um i'm glad you're able to do it i'm looking forward to seeing your certificate mm-hmm. and one in ten right yeah, you're, you'd be like number eleven or number ten. I think number ten or eleven. Yeah, okay. for that one. So you know, at that point, uh, maybe you'll come up to five feet underground. <laughs> okay, you're, you're slowly moving up, but you know you're going to say something stupid to push it back down. So, but anyway, uh, Carson, on, what, uh, give me another thing you're thankful for this year.
2: Another fishing-related thing I'm thankful for. Um, gosh, I can I can still cast. <laughs> you know, um, I, I go out with, you know, a lot of people with, uh, you know, that, that, that because of their life haven't not been able to fish that much. They've been working. They've been raising kids, whatever. They're taking up fishing, you know, later in life. And back when I was a kid, I was bad at all the, bell, all the ball sports, bad at football, bad at baseball, bad at basketball, et cetera, et cetera. So when all the other kids were going to the batting cages, you know, and, and and taking batting practice for the Little League team, I was out in the street in front of my mom's house practice casting. Good
4: and, point. you know, and the
2: neighbors were looking out the window going, oh, God, there's the Carson kid again. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he doesn't hit my car. <laughs> um, but, you know, so I've got a lifetime head start yeah. on, on casting with conventional gear. So I, I'm always thankful for that because that's really, that, that's a skill, and, and, and I'm always happy to teach it and try to shortcut people a little bit. But, you know, if you just go from from zero from work or raising kids all your life, and suddenly somebody hands you, you know, uh, a pin thousand forty nero, and says, okay, cast that sardine with no sinker, it's, you know, it's not easy to do.
0: No. Okay, well, hold that thought. Uh, Steve, we are got to go to a break. And just remember that gratitude is the best attitude. You see that worm over there? Mm-hmm. Gratitude is the best attitude. Folks, you're on Raiders. I like that. I like saying that. Raiders Radio, AM 830 KLA. This is Angler Chronicles, and we'll be right back. AM
4: 830.
7: Lytle screen printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at LYSPHB.com or call. 714-969-2424 Lytle Screen Printing where all your needs are met
0: Welcome back, everybody. You're on Angels Radio, AMA 30K, LA, and listening to Angler Chronicles. And you know what? Many years ago, uh, a very dear friend of mine, I would say also one of my six, okay, uh, taught me that the three most important words in the English language, you know what it is? Uh, You have no idea, Uh, Andrew. Catch fish daily. The three most important words in the English language are, I appreciate you. And there's nobody I appreciate so much as my dear friend Brant McLaughlin from Carnot Teresa. And um, and I can't even begin to express uh, what a wonderful relationship I have with my brother here. So good morning, Brant.
13: Good morning, Mr. Sergio. Good morning, everybody out there. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody.
0: Well, happy Thanksgiving to you, and I'm glad we, we we're talking here because I just want to say I, I thank you so much. Now, obviously, you know, the, uh, the sponsorship and the business aspect is really good. Um, you also turned us on to the Olive Crest and what we were able to do with these kids, but your friendship is what I value the most and something that... If we don't do business anymore, the one thing I'll have is we will be friends and we'll be friends forever. So, and brothers, as I call it. Okay, so
13: absolutely. My sentiments exactly, Sergio. I can't thank you for everything that you've done over the years. Uh, I'm so thankful for your friendship. Uh, I think the Olive Crest has done a heck of a job. We've we've fed over 65,000 people the number one thing, and I've got to tell you, Sergio, is that it's, it's gotten me together with lifelong friends and some people that I would never have associated with, and, and it's just brought me so close with so many people that I'm so thankful for you, the Angler Chronicles crew. I, I, I mean, you and Ron are just some of the best people I've ever known in my life. Love you guys to death, and I would never want
0: to be without you. Well, I'll tell you what, we feel the same way, and you keep spearheading these um, these benefits for. I mean, it's it's children in our backyard, folks. These are these are foster care kids. They've gone through a lot, and to see what the, what 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 the Olive Crest does with them, and not only with them, but with the parents, trying to reunite the families, keeping the siblings together. I can't say. Enough, uh, and I'm. We're just thankful that we can be a little bit of little grain of sand in the whole event, so that um, you know, bring awareness to it, and 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 try to do the best that we can. So, thank you for allowing us to be part of that, and being, like I said, that little grain of sand. Thank you, sir.
13: Thank you so much. Um, I, I I can't tell you, you know, sir. Uh, we your show is listened to by many, many fishermen. But we, you and I have started something with the Olive Crest Tournament. I don't think we could ever stop. These guys just absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. And people think that when I got together on that, We, it's been a phenomenal event.
0: You know, well, it's fun because, you know, unfortunately um, it's not open to the general public. This is something that's very closed environment because of the, the, the attendees. And, but we're able by doing it that way. We're able to raise so much money. We've been in an excess of three hundred thousand dollars in one event. I mean, that is huge. What does it take to to, to take care of a child per day?
13: It, it just over about seven dollars
0: and fifty cents. Seven dollars and fifty cents. We raise three hundred thousand dollars in a day. We can take care of a lot of kids. Okay, I know a that, lot of kids. 4,000 kids uh, average uh, throughout California a day, uh, a month. That's pretty cool. And and, and you have an effect. I'll tell you, I went to their facility in Orange, and the facilities are Clean. I mean, they're better than most of my friends' apartments and houses. I'll be honest with you. And it's so nice to see that they get there. And, and the, the, there's plenty of people attending to these ch- these children's needs. Okay, and they take care of everything. I remember, the, the one of the ladies says, "Oh, I don't know about this little girl, you know, because she's autistic or something." And I just looked at her. She looked at me. I hunched over. She came running, and she got. On, I had her in my arms, and she didn't let go until we left. Remember? <laughs> and I was. I
13: remember. I remember. I still have thoughts and remember she was going to the store with one of her friends and one of the teachers in a in a little red wagon and just turned around and waved at you for a half a block. There,
0: uh, yeah. Well, I tell you what, that's it, it's so nice that we can be a, a part of that and. Um, you know, just thank you for uh, introducing the Olive Crest to me. I didn't even know they existed, and this is in uh, our own backyard and throughout California. So, um, if you want to give, go to the olivecrest org. I think it is. Or yes, sir. Okay. Exactly. Go to their, go to their website. You can make a donation there, and um, just again, Brant, thank you, thank you. And when you go to the store, guys, buy Carnita Teresa. Okay, it's you. You hear the commercial during our show. Trust me, you're helping those that help us, okay? And, and we're helping so many people. And I've never met a guy with such a great heart as you, and that's why I'm saying the three most important words in the English language. Brent McLaughlin, I appreciate you.
13: I appreciate you, Sergey. I love you tremendously.
0: Yeah. Um, I miss you. Now, he's in uh, North South Carolina? Where, no, um, Georgia. 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 He's in Georgia. You know, and he fishes. You know, I got Andrew. He likes um, freshwater fishing. You know, he's got his own lake in the backyard. What? Yeah. yeah. I'm, uh-huh. let's
3: go uh, visit. I'm real
0: thankful for forward fishing sonar now. <laughs> <laughs> let, let, let's go make
3: a trip out there.
0: <laughs> yeah, you can't, but no arrows, okay? Oh, no, no arrows? No, no arrows, okay? No arrows. Okay, um, Brent, again, thank you so much for everything you do. Been great talking to you and hopefully I'll see you very soon, my friend. Was
13: it, if that was Ron there, tell him
0: I love him to death. No, Ron Ron's not here. That was Andrew Mack and I have Steve Carson okay. on the line. Just the just the three of us on this show, but um uh it's all good.
13: Love you guys.
0: All right, take care, my friend. Bye. All right. Uh Brad McLaughlin, God, what a what a what a gentleman this man is. Um Super nice. Uh, Steve, did you ever get a chance to go to one of the um, of one of these events?
2: Uh, you're, you're talking about the, uh, the Olive Crest. No, I have never been to one of
0: those. Oh, God, you'd love it. It's real simple. Um, the, the whole premise, what they do is they get um, all the high, high end executives from the food industry. So we've got Coke, Pepsi, uh, Bristol Farms, we've got Food for Less, Sam's Club, Albertsons, anything food related. It's over, um, it's well over 40 companies. And they send their executives. And then we have volunteer Um, skiffs, you know, like center consoles, okay, and we put them out there and they buy room to go fish with one of our locals, okay, and they fish between 7 and 12 noon, um, mostly just outside there at the Isers or something, they catch some bass, and the biggest bass, whether it be calico or sand bass, or spotty, okay, Uh, and then the biggest bag limit, so after you get five fish, uh, the total weight of the bag, and then biggest fish, and the fish must be alive, and they all get released, and it's a lot of fun, and they pay a lot of money to do this. I mean, a lot. And, and along those lines, I want to thank uh, Freedom Boat Club. Um, we they donate ten boats, okay, uh, with with, uh, with captains, okay, so that we can take these people out. Want to thank uh, Todd Man- uh, Mansour. Okay, I mean, he brings the the big boardroom down here and we've got some really beautiful boats and uh, beautiful people. And I thank them again. We raise about anywhere between two to three hundred thousand dollars every year for it's just in that event. So it's important. And thank you to everybody. Okay, Carson, let me go back to you here, or, or do I need to go? Well, actually, you you looked something up there, uh, Andrew. Show tell people what you looked up. So
3: I sure did. Um, I looked up uh, the IGFA uh, Conventional Trout Super Slam Super Grand Slam Club, and it just got approved today. So my name's on the list, and I'm doing the list now. Uh, there's a couple guys that have you know two of them from different lakes uh, but the names on the list I'm I'm looking at uh,
0: what nine names oh Steve me nine names that's awesome that is awesome it is awesome. congratulations all right Carson let's talk about something really cool because that really psh, <laughs> you do once you go catch five different mackerel and two pound tests and I I'll, and I'll be happy <laughs> mackerel. Okay. all right uh, Carson uh, it's been a great year, okay? And uh, we just, our latest trip was uh, on the El Dorado. It, it gotten tough. Um, the, the herd is thinning out. In other words, there's still a lot of bluefin around, but they're moving now. They're moving a lot. So um, the only thing they I
2: could, always move a lot, but what the, the herd that's thinning out is the anglers. You know, the anglers are, you know, maybe they're back in school Maybe finally uh, all the COVID stuff is over, and they they actually have to go back to work. What a concept. (laughs) They have to go back to work in an office. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, But if there's fewer and fewer boats going out, fewer and fewer fewer people going out, so therefore fewer boats, the bluefin are always moving. But when you're in the middle of summer, you've got literally hundreds and hundreds of boats combing thousands of miles of ocean, somebody's going to find them. And no matter how much they try to keep it a secret, you know what? It leaks out within about not 24 hours, about 24 minutes. This is about as long as you can keep a, a bluefin bite secret. And the next day, everybody's on wherever the bluefin have moved to. At this time of year, a lot of times during the week, there's no boats out. Uh, you know, the, the weekends still are managed to get out, and bluefin can move five miles in a night. They can move 50 miles in a night if they want to. And if there's if there's no sort of comprehensive net to figure out where they went to, uh, you know, you may or may not catch all that much when you go out there. So, again, there's lots of bluefin out there. Um, Why they're not migrating away like they used to pre-2016, I don't know. Uh, Blame global warming. Blame magnetic pole shift change, because a lot of animals, birds and fish in particular, uh, don't just migrate by the moon; they migrate by the Earth's magnetic uh, um, forces mm-hmm. and so magnetic field. And if that changes, then their migrations change. I don't know, but here's the real here's the real answer, Sergio. Who cares?
0: But you got to find them. That's all. Okay. They're, so- you know,
2: they're they're here. They're they're hanging around, more, not just twice as long as they used to. I mean, it used to be traditionally in the albacore years that your, your pelagic fishing season went from 4th of July to Labor Day. So that's about two months. Uh-huh. And then even if there were fish out there, nobody even went. And now, if the weather allows, the boats can go out just about any time of the year and, and have a shot at catching certainly bluefin tuna, not necessarily yellowfin tuna or yellowtail. But the bluefin tuna just, you know, they're, they're out there. They're yeah. out there all the time. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. So and, and, and things have changed. And you you got to have a lot of things in the arsenal these days. And we'll talk about them in the next segment because if you're going to go out, and you should go out, there's still fish to be caught. But you got to have the right gear. All right, folks. Um, we're going to take another short break and come back. We'll talk some more. Tuna, tuna, tuna. Raiders Radio, AM 830, KLA, the Zangra Chronicles. We'll bring back.
4: For you. These arms. AM 830.
7: Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California. Just south of the 405 Freeway, Michael's Sports Pub and Grill.
0: AM 830. Welcome back, everybody. This is Anger Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830, KLAA. Uh, You want to take a step as who it is, Andrew? Oh, yeah, definitely ACDC. All right. I'll go ahead and clarify, Steve, who that was.
2: That was the great birds, should have been the American
4: Beatles. The Eagles. Rest in peace, Gene Clark. The
3: Eagles?
0: Yeah. I actually got one right? No, you said the Beatles. No, I said the Eagles. Well, well, Steve gave a clue by the birds. It's the birds. It's the birds. All right. You know, let me just say that there's no greater difference between men than between grateful and ungrateful people. Mm. So be grateful. Spread this love throughout the entire year, not just this week. Okay, as we were saying that, we were talking about tuna. and Mm -hmm. These tuna are dumb enough to have stayed around, and uh, if they get caught, I guess we're just thinning out the herd. Mm -hmm. Okay, but they're there, and they're hungry, but you have to have the right stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know if they're just stupid or not stupid. If they have great eyesight, I don't know what it is, but they want Small hooks, light line, okay, and that's what they want. If you and they say, "Well, uh, that's too light," well, I always say, "You can't lose a fish until you hook a fish." Mm-hmm. Okay, so the, what's that um, saying? Uh, not a lot of difference between uh, a fool and standing with a rod in your hand, looking like well, there,
2: one. There's a there's a fine line between going fishing and standing like a fool on the side of a river waving a rod in
0: the air. Exactly. I see so many people just on the rail, and they just sit there, and they're using 30, 40-pound tests. They're not getting bit, and they're using a number, you know, a 1 or a one hook with a little inch. Right now, guys, load up on, and, and pay attention, ringed fly liners, mm-hmm. number 4, and the ringed Mutu, number four, and number two. I know that the Mutus are hard to pin the bait on, but they can make all the difference in the world. I personally use J-hooks, but, you know, like, like the captain on this boat, the, the Eldorado, he wanted a, a, a circle hook, and he got bit, and he was able mm-hmm. to hook in hand. So keep that in mind. The other thing, light line. They say 25, but go 20, have some 15. Again, here's the thing. You can't lose a fish unless you first hook a fish. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to hook the fish. I'd rather... Sergio,
2: you know why the the cabins say 25-pound test? Why? Because they don't know you. Or Uh. in your case, they do know you. But (laughs) (laughs) they don't know you, which means they don't know if you know how to tie knots or not. They don't know if you bought the line five years ago and left it in the trunk of your car. Uh, you know, they don't know if your guides are rusty, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All the little things that can go wrong that with 80-pound tests don't show up nearly as much. But, but with 20-pound tests, if you can't tie your knot properly, if your line is not fresh, if your guides are not, you know, checked carefully for wear and for rust, all those little things, um, it, it, because, again, they, in their world, they're right. Mm-hmm. Most people are not necessarily that good tying knots. Most, right, but, most but, people buy the line, you know, on sale somewhere and uh, you know, and never buy new new line again. So yeah, yeah, that's no, the reason but if they you take twenty five.
0: If you can't tie a knot, tie a lot. That means practice. That's okay. A good point. And if you don't yes. know and if you don't know, ask a that they can, they're more than willing to help you. But my thing is this, you gotta get with a program mm-hmm. or you're just gonna sit there. I mean, I tell you what, the other thing that really got me off was not happy is um, at night, okay, I dropped, you know, with our jig, mm-hmm. okay, a 100 pound Spectra, 130 pound leader, and a 400, I think I got it with from you, a 400 knife jig. I dropped down, got bit. It was a 20 pound tuna. What's wrong with that? If he didn't fight, I just, I just, you know, I, on a big boss thirty, I just cranking, just came up. So my point is, that was one extreme. You know, I did, I put that right away because I, it was, it <laughs> Pulled wasn't. Pulled your worse. bass right out at night. No, no, no. <laughs> I brought out a fishing syndicate. Mm-hmm. Okay, the I believe it was the heavy, mm-hmm. and I brought out a pen six. I mean, not pen, um, an accurate six hundred narrow with forty pound, and mm-hmm. used forty. At least it, it had a little more love to it. But again. Uh, you know, match everything. But but I'm telling you right now, that's night. At night, you can get away with anything. Mm-hmm. But during the day, you can't. And I would even go as far as this: the bait selection is a big deal. Oh yeah. Okay. And I've told you guys in the past one of my little secrets: you get on the boat, it's time to fish. Okay. First thing you do is you walk over to the bait to the the the, the bait well right there, and you grab a sardine mm-hmm. or whatever. The dead ones. Now, dead one, I don't care. Just grab one mm-hmm. and just squish it Ooh. in your hands. And just squish it and use it as soap all over your hands. Make sure you go anywhere that you would touch anything, okay? And then wash your hands with water and then pick up on the bait, mm-hmm. pin it on. The reason is people don't realize, um, we don't talk about this much, Steve, but if you just had a hamburger, you have all the oils in the in the. In the the, the fat out of that. If if you if you had a cigarette or yeah. if that you, if, you, if you filled up your car on the way down there, you got gas on your hands now. Everything. You have no idea. All plus our natural, you know, oils in our body. Mm-hmm. So when you do that, you get rid of all that. And now your hands are smelling like sardine, and then you put on the sardine, and it doesn't smell mm-hmm. bad. I mean, we use scents to attract fish. I'm sure there's sense to make them go away. Oh yeah, definitely. So, your yeah. thoughts on that, Steve?
6: absolutely
2: and, and that is one of the things that i do is i i grab a sardine uh it can be dead it should, it'll be a little bit gross if it's a, a gnarly one that's been lying out for a day on the deck <laughs> somewhere. So, so a nice a nice fresh one and kind of squish it around in both your hands and yes um you know uh, if the boat has gunny sacks those are perfect to to wipe it off on try not to do it on your pants um, otherwise, you know, go in the head and, you know, just get a paper towel. Don't
0: use soap. No, no, no. To but, Steve, all you, all you got to do is you grab one, you do it right there in the hand well, and then stick your hands in the hand well, mm-hmm. and yeah. you can leave them wet. You can leave them wet. That's, that's fine. And uh, don't touch a lot of stuff after that. And you know what? Do it a couple of times. You know, the, the funny thing is is People say, how come you always get bit? It's the little things that I do. Yep. That's one of them okay another thing is you know casting in the right place i I saw people just casting wrong when you're tuna fishing the boat will drift a certain manner not all boats drift the same way you will learn it but you got to have that that line in front of you at all times and you got to know where your bait is and you got to be able to feel your bait we're talking earlier about sensitivity i need to see feel every twitch of my bait the minute Mm -hmm. i don't feel them anymore it's time to change them. People go, well, it's still taking line. No, dude, what's happening is the boat's moving, and the current's yeah. pulling it. Yeah, you
3: it's know, not- you know, another thing I noticed, Sergio, when we, when I was on the boat with you chasing tuna, same thing I do that you do, and and people that are getting bit, we're hanging out at the bait tank longer for a reason because we're trying to get that best looking, most active, most fresh bait that's the hardest one to catch in the hold there. And those well, ones my, are going to be the And my fear ones. also
0: is, is um, you know, when you, we make a stop, everybody just rushes the mm-hmm. tank. And if you try to get f- in the game, that fight, and they're missing and they're crushing bait. And, and, I'm, and I'm, at some point, you guys, let me know when you finish killing all of them, okay? <laughs> and so I wait. Yep. They leave and ask that I can for fresh bait. Yep. They'll put some fresh bait. And then was, now it's just you. You pick up the one you like and you go. Mm-hmm. As far as picking the right one, I like that light, light green. Oh, yeah. And if you look closely, now, okay, I've had my eyes done, so I've got beautiful vision, <laughs> but uh, look really closely, you can almost see a film. Oh, uh, yeah. And people shy away from them. Those are the ones you want. Those are what's called a cured bait. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you can tell usually that comes later in the day. Okay, I don't know why, but the best baits usually come towards the end of the of the trip. Maybe it's just easier to get the other stupid ones. Okay, <laughs> but they're really good bait—that That
4: is the reason, Sergio. Yeah.
0: yeah <laughs> it's harder sorry. to get the good ones. Yeah, so they'll, they'll come up later on, so make sure you, uh, you do that. And in the event that, and it hasn't happened a lot this year, but it's happened before, the sardines right now are about the size of a bigger anchovy. They're not mm-hmm. big. I haven't seen any big ones. Um, a couple of m- mackerel were caught, and people were going to throw them away. I said, no, 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 no. So you just Keep grabbed them it. alive. Well, no, I just took them off that hook and put them my hook. Now, you got to see a mackerel on a size 4 hook. Oh, yeah, it's gone. Okay, yeah, <laughs> very interesting. But um, nonetheless, bait is essential. Mm-hmm. Sense are essential. Line is essential. The hook size is essential. Your attitude is essential, okay? So <laughs> if you're sitting there like a dummy... Yeah. Okay, you're not getting bit. You got to ask those people that are getting bit. You got to ask the deckhand, what am I doing wrong? So, the one thing I hate, and this is why I say it at the beginning of our charters look, whatever you doing here will, will never be said. Okay? So, I mean, if you want to ask for help, this is the time. Mm-hmm. If you want to learn something, this is the time and that's what we well, try to do on our charter
3: it's in the name of the charter anyway i mean they're they're fishing schools right that's the whole point of it is is don't be afraid to ask questions and and the whole point of it you know probably a goal pretty much for all of us that are on the boat you know when somebody comes ask a question if they can leave the boat and learn something I, then I'm we great. did our
0: job you know we have we only have one rule i say for our for our trips and that's rule number 1 is have fun and rule number 2 is see rule number 1 but <laughs> hopefully as as you're having fun you're also learning something and mm-hmm. um you know i'm not and tooting our horn, but like you, me, Ron, Steve, Tony, um, we get on these boats, and, and and people go, well, how come you're getting bit so much? Well, that's the point. Well, mm-hmm. You got to ask, or they get angry because you get, oh, you go get bit. Well, yeah, don't you know? Don't you want to know why? Don't you want to become yeah. that guy that gets bit? Remember, ten percent of the fishermen catch ninety percent of the fish. Yeah. Well, which percentage do you want to be in? Okay, that's the key. No matter what you fish for learn
3: yeah and i I tell people too that you know when we do these tuna trips and you know they're the ones struggling oh i can't get a good bait i can't do this i said okay well next trip go to your fish tank bring a little net hang it on your side and then bring that out that's going to help you scoop a better bait Mm -hmm. if you're having a problem you know handing these baits and not smashing them something you know maybe yeah, a little trick and,
0: and i know you know some people will make it say something because using it who cares who cares at the end <laughs> of the day who cares what, yep. what you care about is hooking up to a fish yep. and feeling i mean I, I, we, I can't teach you the feel of, of, of it but you like like jonathan was saying early that's mm-hmm. why i said was it the same as catching a catfish he goes oh these things pulls mm-hmm. that's the point it's it's i can i can tell you that i can tell you about the mechanics of it and but until you do it mm-hmm. he goes i do i have to count to five i go yeah 1000 what you know me i don't even count anymore i don't count anymore i just i know when yep like there was a couple were you know there was like that like that and before the run they were saying the hook on that i said no 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 He's playing with your bait. Yes, let him Until eat it. Until they make a run, and not a little one. It has to be a strong pull. Mm-hmm. That's when your count to five really starts. That's when you set the hook. Yep. And then the other thing is, um, when you're setting the hook, if you're using a circle hook, you're missing the fish. You don't set the hook. All you do is you point at it, put Unreal. it in gear, <laughs> and then just lift up the rod, and mm-hmm. that's it. You don't have to do nothing. I like to you know, set the hook hard. Okay, that's just, that's my favorite part of the whole thing is getting bit, making the run, put it in gear, setting the hook, and that's it. The rest you can do. Yep. I don't care about the fish. and it, That's what turns me on is that thing. It, it's, it lasts just a few seconds. Yep. All right, well, listen, What what's only going to last a few seconds is this That this was show. two hours already? That was two. Wow. Hey, everybody, be thankful for everything you have. Be kind to one another. And on behalf of Angler Chronicles, Happy Thanksgiving.
1: Well, folks, that's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country.
0: We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.